Fast Forward Productions. The women are speaking. Oh, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the One Broke Actress podcast, an honest account of actor life, plus a few lessons I learned in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, fresh in a brand new space, and I am here with my friend, co-host, and co-business owner, Gabrielle Bindloss. What's up? <laughs> this is going to be our first podcast in our new potential spaces. You're recording in a different space in your house. I'm in a whole new house. <laughs> Yes. So exciting. She's in a whole new house. I'm just in a different space. She's in a whole new house. I know. You're also in a house. You're in your house. Yes, this is true. Yeah. We rented a house. We moved for the first time in eight years. Well, I'll have put a bunch of content out since then, but we're back in 2024 in a whole new space, whole new vibe, and I'm so excited. And I'm really hoping the acoustics are better in here because I have like a comfy corner and I think it's good. I mean, we'll have to listen back to the podcast and hear how it sounds, but I'm really excited. It's such a you ear, though, because whenever I listen to your podcast, I always feel like they always sounded good. So now you're like, oh, I hope this sounds better. I'm like, okay, sounds great to me already. I know. But because I own a podcast production company, <laughs> I feel beholden to a type. But to be fair, this podcast started on a cell phone alone in my kitchen. So we have come a very long way. Oh, yeah. Wait, before we get into this, I just want to know, what was that like? Did you just record it like this on a cell phone? Yeah. Well, initially, so my first podcast, we recorded into my cell phone. That was, it was a podcast called Not According to Plan, myself and my friend Scott. And we recorded it in 2016 into my cell phone. And we would do it on my bed or in the corner of my room because the sound was better. Wow. <laughs> you guys are so cute. Listen, I'm very grateful for that because it's the reason we're here. If it wouldn't have started messy, we wouldn't have started at all, which I have to constantly remind myself about all things because if I would have been trying to do what we're doing right now with like these cute, crisp white windows behind me and on a cozy chair and in a corner of a room that's mine, clear picture, talking to a fellow actor that we consistently connect about and own a business together, I'd been like, I couldn't do it. I can't get there. There's no way I have time, space, energy. But like you could get there. It just took, you know, seven years. Seven years and baby steps because even if you had been at this level, you wouldn't have appreciated it. I know that even learning from you of this podcast, that's why I was like, oh, I'll buy that mic because she's gone through how many mics in her time so now? Like, I trust whatever Mike she said. Oh, and that's the little thingy that you have the hold in. I'll get that as well. And I know that like I appreciate the sound because I heard it back from when Dee was playing it. Still not the same way that I would had I been you have learned how to do this in the bedroom. So I'm just reaping all the benefits from it because now I have a beautiful podcasting mic that I'll only use with St. Valentine. That's how I feel about all social media, which we were just talking about. Let's talk about that first because I think we just came back from holiday break and we've both – I think I took more of a break than you did. And mm -hmm. we both collectively took time off. I was 100% off social media. I didn't post for like 10 days, which if you're not someone who actively works in social media, that sounds like, oh, you didn't post for 10 days. It kind of sounds like, like oh, you went a weekend without working out. Cool. Like no one cares. But to us who spend so much time not just on those platforms but thinking about those platforms to build businesses, to put ourselves out there – taking a break from social media and from producing content is a big deal. So how do you feel and what did your holiday break look like? Yeah, I definitely, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, I want to take 100% of a break. And what I realized is I probably took 50 and where I started 
was way more than 100, right? Because we both know that we both go so hard. So I probably started at like 150 or 175, especially those last weeks before. Because I was like, oh, I've got to get everything done. That way I can take my break. And there were definitely still things I needed to sign in for. Plus, I enjoy the social media part of stories and like responding to people's comments and stuff. So I allowed myself time to do that. And I knew that if I had taken a complete break, my mind would have started to obliterate. And so it would have gotten like two or three days in and it would have started to tell me either I'm not worthy because I'm not working or the opposite. There's going to be so much work to do when I get back. So I've got to get ahead. So I definitely was fighting against that. And you helped me by being like, hey, what are some things you can do? Actually, you didn't even mean to help me with it. We were going to do something together. And I was like, oh, give me 15 minutes more. I'm watching the Oprah Winfrey Michelle Obama special. And your response was, oh, stay there and finish the whole thing because that is so important for inspiration. And that sat with me because I was like, wow, if I'm already going to be feeling like I need to work during this time, how can I do something that inspires me each day that allows me to check off that little work thing? So watching that hour and a half special made me feel like I was knocking off my empowerment, my self-care, my inspiration, my socials because I came up with some content from it all kinds of stuff just by watching that. So I tried to do something like that each day, which I think inevitably created a little bit of work for me each day, but it was manageable at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because acting was totally on pause. You and I just spent this morning, today's January 2nd, we're recording this, and we already just filmed a self-tape for you this morning. Were you able to step out of the actor of it all and take a break fully? Has your brain been on this year at all thinking about acting stuff? We're talking about headshots because you and I are working on a headshot workshop for later this year. So bring us into the actor of it. You know, Yo Gabrielle was so successful last year and the membership has been successful that I've been thinking a lot in my head of world. And I didn't. I didn't think about it one bit, which was nice because I was able to fall in love with it again. Like I went to go see Beyonce's show or movie in theaters and that had nothing to do with acting. But seeing another creator like hustle to create what they wanted to do made me feel like I was doing actor things without like watching the show or doing the thing or putting on the audition. And I actually thought to myself, I want to bring that into my 2024 of doing the actor thing, of course, when I have the auditions. But outside of that, like my life and my work, just like yours, is so based in the acting realm and allowing that to be the quote unquote thing, especially now that we have the membership together. Like we're doing the acting thing all the time. So it was nice to take the break and not like find my spreadsheet and figure out the things that I've been in and who they cast, like not do that actor thing. How was your time off? I moved. So <laughs> it's the most, it was the most I've not spent thinking about my career in a long time. I really, yeah, yeah. I really, I think I've told you this before. I really like physical labor. It really takes me out of my brain and into like physical stuff. And so much of what we do is like typing on a computer or like working sides. The idea I had in my head of like working an audition was so much more physical, which it's because I had theater training. So, but now a lot of it is reading and watching and then, you know, get it into your body is like walk around the room, work the lines, whatever but it's not super physical. So doing very physical things makes me happy. Listen, I'm not laying tar on the roads. Like I'm like organizing cabinets and putting stuff in new spaces, but that is the first time we've done that in years. And to be in a new space with a yard and with outdoor space, we, from the 22nd until 
yesterday. I barely did anything on social media. Today is the first day I've gotten on. I really stayed off, which I was really excited about. It really cleared my mental catch, (laughs) cleared the history, cleared the cookies. And I got excited to talk to you today. I got excited to get on Instagram, which I haven't been excited about that in a long time. And in terms of art stuff, I watched a bunch of shows. I watched a bunch of movies. We have a new TV and it is awesome. Those of you who have been following along, my husband started auditioning last year and he booked his first print job and they paid him enough money for him to buy the TV of his dreams. It's a 75 inch flat screen, blah, 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 whatever. Who fucking knows? And he bought it. And he loves it. It was the first thing installed in our new house. It was like the the living room was built before anything else was. And so we got to watch some great content on a new television, which kind of changed how we watched it. You and I talked about shows, which the more we talk about that, the more I talk about content, the more invested I am in it. So I feel like I'm experiencing it in a different way. And just slowing the fuck down. That's been my break. I'm not good at taking breaks. I'm not good at stepping away. And I fully did this time. Like you had like a big meeting with Corey where you set your intentions and set your goals as a couple and all this stuff. And I was baking bread in my kitchen at one o'clock in the afternoon. Like it was so <laughs> antithetical to like my whole role. It was so good for me. It was so good for me. And now I am excited to see what this year brings. I've had some changes in my reps in the past month. You and I have a lot of big plans for this year. And I feel like very optimistic, but I also am excited to bring this slow roll into it. But I've done this before. I've done this before where in January, I'm like, this is the year I like enjoy the process and like am in the slow roll and then cut to like May. And I'm like, I barely got any fucking auditions. I'm like, what am I doing? So I'm saying it out loud so people hold me to it. I'm also started the artist's way. So I haven't done that in a very long time. I tried it once and I didn't get through it. I like the morning pages. I'm terrible at artist dates. So we'll see if anybody has done that before. Let me know in the comments for this Instagram because I would be curious. But I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in being like an adult artist and not like a baby teenager artist. That is something I've been thinking about. I feel like I've been functioning kind of in the world as a teenager. Like, yeah, this is like kind of what I do. It's like kind of the world I'm in. Like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, no, no, I'm an adult and this is what I do. And this is what I'm really good at. And I think the right things will happen this year to highlight that. I feel like very grounded. And I think that's what I did over the break. Yeah, I think you definitely needed a full halt because you don't stop, like you said. Like, there's not even, like, a weekend day that you take off or a couple hours at a time that you take off. Even when you do try to, like you've said before, you'll, like, pop in the email just to see if you can respond to a couple things. And so I'm happy to hear that you, like, were able to take that break because I was thinking a lot about our time, and I'm like, I know that Sam and I appreciate each other so much, and I know that what we're offering, everybody super appreciates. But I don't think that we've taken a second to acknowledge that it has created... I'm not a word person for the year, but there's something I'm focusing on is structure and security for this year. That way next year I can travel. I can do anything that I want to do because I know I've got the basis there. And what we've created with the membership and with our socials is the security that actors want. But yet our mindset is still in that space of what you're saying in that like adolescent space of, well, I need to do more for my acting career. I need to do more. And it's like, we're at the place now where our acting career is rolling regardless of if we're doing anything for it. And so we need to like allow that to be where it is and allow ourselves to be the business owners that we are. And when the acting stuff comes in, 
as it will. We're obviously going to be excited, but let's let that be the excitement and the light versus constantly feeling like we're working on the actor thing, we're working on the actor thing. Like we created a business around the actor things. So let's just like set it aside and stay in the same space as what you're saying. Of, it's not top of mind right now. Top of mind for you is making sure that this office is the way it needs to be to be usable for your businesses. And on the in-between of figuring that out, we're going to record an audition here and there. Or you might have to stop for a little bit because you've got to go somewhere and film and come back to it. And then you'll have more funds to be able to buy more things for it. But that is such a cush place to be that I think a lot of actors look at us. And I know that they look at what we do, but I think more so people admire us because we've been able to create acting without it just being on TV and film. Us being on socials, us being on podcasts, us doing all this type of stuff. But yet you and I are the worst at being like, hey, we did it. <laughs> it's pretty fucking cool that we did yeah. this. Well, there's this some internal block that I have that I think you might have too, that if we slow down and acknowledge for too long, that it like slows the train to a halt. And I, for so long, you know, I, I will talk about it more this year, but I started to take anti-anxiety medication and you did last year as well. And you've talked about it really publicly. And as that has happened, I literally turned to my therapist and I was like, but what if my anxiety is my edge? What if that fuels my productivity? Same with this vibe. Like what if I stop and acknowledge and like feel really good about things? Does that mean I'm going to slow down? Like at what point do I trust myself that like this train is rolling? Like what you said about the acting thing. I think so many people listening to this are like, yeah, I've done a lot. I've worked a lot. But if I stop, if I pause, that means everything comes to a halt. If I like acknowledge the work I've done, this is something I want to drive home for people this year. If you stop and take the time to use the lessons you've learned in all of the classes and all of the stuff you've taken instead of jumping into the next one, what does that do for you? Like you kind of have to sit in a little more grossness. You kind of have to sit in a little stillness that we're all terrified of being in. But I think it might be really good. I talked to you about, I don't know what acting class I should take. I don't audition as much as you do. So maybe I should take acting class. And you were like, what? Why would you do that? You read with me all of the time. We work on stuff all of the time. It's just not the way I pictured it. It's not how like I pictured like, well, you work on sites and then you film them and then you get feedback and you tape them again or whatever it is. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, I did take like a lot of improv last year and I took script analysis and I took fighting for film and I took da -da 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 -da, and it rolled. And I thought, oh, okay, what if I take everything I learned last year and actually let it play into practice this year over a long period of time, which isn't going to feel as good. It's not going to feel as good as going into class and checking a box and be like, oh, I'm an actor today. And it's going to be like talking to people in TM and dealing with our team issues together and working you and me on sides, whether or not they're your auditions or mine. I'm not going to get to take the lessons I learned and immediately put them into play. I'm going to have to refer back to them, which is the whole goal anyway with the work. So that's what I'm thinking about for both of us. You did this last year too. You were like, yeah, I'm finishing this nutrition class, but then I'm going into script analysis. And I was like, excuse me, ma'am. We started a business. <laughs> what is happening? We both did this to each other. Yeah. What you're saying of like the fear that if you stop that maybe your career will stop or the things will stop. It's like such a lie that we tell ourselves. And I think it is because it's like we're fed in, in acting class. Acting one, two, three. And then once you do those, you can graduate to ongoing. And it's like everything looks like that. You go to elementary school, middle school, high school, then college. Like everything always has the next level. But at some point we have to admit 
we are adults and we don't have to ride that wave any longer. And actually we work the opposite because we've lost that childlike sense that we used to have. Like those things used to exist for us because we needed structure as children to, I mean, debatable, but to be able to like hone our minds and learn how to live in a world. What we learned that so we need to like bring recess and spring break and those kind of things back into our adult life because we haven't been doing them. And I know that you know that actually us being on pause is not only rejuvenate us, but I got so many more ideas and so much more clarity because listen, y'all, the woo-woo in me, Mercury was in retrograde until January 1. So you're not supposed to make any decisions. And I am a quick decision person. If I find something that looks like it's going to help benefit me, I will buy it. We will move forward. I will be done with it. And I sat on three different programs that I was potentially going to get to help me with social media, a new website that I wanted to create, a whole headshot branding kit that I wanted to do that I would have normally done in like a week's time and been done and sat and decided like, well, what do you want this to look like? Which one of these is going to be the best for you? How do you actually want to show up? And just in one week's time, I feel like I eliminated like 45% of the work that I would have done had I just immediately gone into it by sitting and relaxing. And so going back to like what I was saying, we've created the ability to be able to sit and marinate on things, yet we're not doing it. We've created the ability to be able to take the class, sit and marinate because we have the membership and Fast Forward Productions and Yo Gabrielle still supplying us income that we can just relax, sit and like see what makes the most sense. Yet we're still operating in day one of OBA or day one of Yo Gabrielle. It's not there anymore. Yeah. It's like survival mode. It's like we've both, I think a lot of actors live in this. We live in survival mode and we don't realize when things are going well that it's okay to acknowledge that things are going well. It's very scary to me in the weirdest way. I had the best financial year of my life last year because I had commercials playing and I didn't book a theatrical thing. In fact, I had like 26 total auditions or something like that. Like what? Wait, this breaks all the rules. What? Does that mean I'm a fraud? Does that mean I'm a sellout? Does that mean I'm not doing the thing I'm supposed to do? Am I not actually, you know, like the mental role of that is a lot to contend with. It's a lot of just dealing with this doesn't look like what I thought it would look like. And I'm interested and I'm excited about it. You said woo-woo stuff, which reminded me that we are doing a big mastermind day inside of TM soon. For those who are not in TM, hint, hint, get on the wait list. We're opening doors in January, aka probably now. Get on the wait list. You get food steps. <laughs> we are doing a big mastermind. And it, it although it's going to happen before we open doors again, because we want to work with our inside team, we are recording it. So people who aren't in TM yet can reflect on it and take it later after they join. But will you walk us through like what that woo-woo kind of looks for you in terms of a mastermind? You just did one with your husband. What does a mastermind for a year mean to you? Yeah. I obviously start with meditation. So I like to be in a space that feels inspiring. So we went and we rented out a place. We sat down and had like a whiteboard on it. And I just like to play dream world where I don't limit myself to categories. And I just put down, what do you want for this year? And I will put it all down and then shuffle those things into categories from there. So before I do that, it starts with meditation. Then I put down everything that I want. Then I take and do another meditation, 10 minutes, five minutes to center and be like, okay, what of those things do you actually want versus did you just get excited to say you wanted because you didn't have any limits? Because we all know what that's like. And what are some things that you want that can be long-term goals versus this year goal? Because we can't just like make it all happen. So then I categorize everything into where it needs to look. I put those things that are the categories down into like a fun little Canva graphic. That way I can see exactly what it looks like for the new year. Then I break those things down based off of quarter and that's it. I'm not going to deep dive into it. I'm not going to like step by step by step everything. It's just like, these are the things I want by the end of the year. 
And these are when I would like to be able to have them throughout the year. And let's like walk away. And so we did that together. And then we ended with a meditation and intention setting. Like we're going to let this go. We put it out there. Whether we look at this again or not, between now and the end of 2024, we're trusting that we put our intentions out there and we trust that they're strong enough. And then we both go separately and create our own vision and our goals from there. And that's huge for me because I am such an independent person. And this is the process that I did for my life over and over again. It was very individualistic. But as you know, once you get married and you decide to join your life with somebody, you got to start in a different space. And so once we were done, I was like, oh my God, Sam and I need to do this for TM. Like next year, not this year, because we've already planned out half of this year. But next year, (laughs) same thing, because I need, I had other questions. I'm like, well, I'm good for TM all the way until May. But what happens after May for where we need to go? And since we have our own individual businesses. So I think it's a mix of goal setting, of meditation, of like having some true conversations with yourself. And also going back to what we talked about, like letting yourself be a kid. What do you want if you could pick anything? And typically like, to be honest, like Sam, we can't pick anything. We don't have any kids. Like, yeah, other than our dependent dogs, that is that yes. is the extent of our. And we have yes, very dependent dogs. So all of that comes together, and that creates like our process that we do as a couple. But it's pretty heavily based on like kind of the same thing that you were doing before mm-hmm. TM came out with OBA and just doing goal setting. So I feel like Mastermind is a good combination of both of those things. Because you're doing all the goal setting for people. Talk them through what that looks like. I'm there for the meditation and attention setting, but I'm going to be doing my goals while you're doing it. This is where I think like our two halves really meet so well is that you're very good at like the intention, the putting it in your body, the like putting it out there in the universe. And I'm like, great. Thank you so much. Now, how can I make those into step-by-step baby steps and habits where we go from recording a podcast in the corner of my bedroom to this beautiful video podcast on YouTube? How do we get here? And that is the process I like to take. So I like to take all the categories of the SMART goals are my favorite. And this is what we'll take the whole group through. And it's through finances, mindset, physical health, relationships, career, and spirituality, if that's a separate goal for you. Mind spirituality kind of goes inside my mindset. So I combine those two. But we take all those categories and we pick a main one. And that main one is the number one goal for at least three months. You can pick a main one for the year or you can pick one for every quarter. And then we pick individual goals in each category that all support that main category. And we break those down into habits uh, and to step-by-step things that we can do. And there is a lot in this world I cannot do. I'm not a good swimmer. I'm not a good singer. But goddamn, I can take what you want and I can break it into a lot of tangible steps that you got to do on your own. Like I am – that is a very good skill that I have. And I'm super proud of it. So we we do a lot of that in TM, especially if someone has a goal they haven't quite figured out yet. They want something in the realm of this, but they don't know if this is the thing. We then take it and really break it down into individual pieces and we put it in their calendar. Like I want to do X, Y, and Z on these dates and here's why. It's my favorite thing to do because things can feel so unattainable if we let them. It can feel so crazy to say by the end of next year, I want to have a full team and X, Y, and Z and I want to have booked a lot of stuff. Is that what you actually want or do you want to feel like you're actually an actor? Okay, great. What does feeling like an actor mean to you? Does that mean you can do an audition at a moment's notice? Does it mean you submitted to 100 reps? Does it mean you have a really good reel and headshot? Great. Those are all things that we can be in charge of instead of waiting for someone else's permission to give them to you. So that is how I like to do it. So we're going to do that for the whole team. And then every three months, we meet together in the goal setting calls. We review how the last couple of months went and looking ahead. So everyone's set up with accountability 
and continuous check-in. And I think wrapping in the vision boarding and the manifestation and the whole situation, I think this is going to put such a nice bow on it for the team to really make it their own in whatever way they want to. It to I really believe in the vision board stuff and I didn't for a long time. But it just keeps popping up for me in little weird ways. The weirdest way was last year, <laughs> I mean like two weeks ago, when we moved, I said the first night I want to have I want to have dinner here before any of our furniture is here. We had the, the house first before we moved out of our apartment. And so we came and we lit candles and we got pizza. And that is the exact photo that is on my vision board of a new home. And this fell into our laps. We weren't even looking for a place to move. We assumed we'd be in our apartment until maybe we could buy something. It was a really good condo. We loved it. We were so appreciative for what it was for over eight years. And this house, it's a friend's house. It fell into our laps literally and we weren't searching for it, but it was there and we were ready. We have done a lot of work on our finances, a lot of things like that. But the vision that it lined up with perfectly from that picture was just, it's too uncanny to not be a real thing. So I'm really excited for the group to put it all together in that call. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. And if people are like, wait a second, I don't really know if this is that true. You guys have heard of a little thing called the membership. And that is exactly how the membership was created. Literally, Sam was on her own documenting and journaling about the membership. I was walking and voice messaging about what the membership was going to be. Both of us not knowing that. Then Sam decides to send a message like, what do you think of us getting into business together? And then we show up just to see what it would look like. And I showed up with an entire vision. And Sam shows up with a bunch of fucking steps. And we put it together. And we created a business in two months, ladies and gentlemen. Two months from literally across the country and not meeting each other until we are into the branding stages. And that is what Mastermind is and what we want to bring to TM. It's like, hey, we've done this and we did it separately and it worked really well. And then we did it together and it worked even better. So let's figure out how we can do that for you guys with your goals of acting, but with things outside of it, because you're going to book more. And I can say this because I have booked the most in my career. When you are so focused on other shit, it just can't be all about the acting. It can't. And I know that there are people that listen to this, lots of people that are in a LA and that is how your guys' life is. And, you know, Sam has shared with me that it's like, you can't walk outside your door without seeing somebody or hearing somebody talk about acting. So if it's already surrounding you, you're going to have to make a choice every day not to let that in. So it's almost like the opposite. Instead of feeling like, oh, I've got to make sure I do the actor thing or the, make sure I do all the acting stuff. It's like, how can you at the beginning of the year set yourself up with your goals and what you want it to be and your steps and then be like, okay. And I will follow this plan and I will not derail and add a bunch of other acting classes and acting workshops and trainings and everything else. Like this is the set plan because the idea that we're going to be able to, as actors, continue to hustle and push every year more and more and more and more and more is actually opposite of what we want. We all want to be series regulars or leads in movies. You can't keep running this way. You just can't. So how can you figure out what your goals are and go forward? Because I guarantee you that's what Viola and Carrie Washington are doing. They're getting all the scripts and they're like, I read all the scripts. Which one align with what I want to do this year? Everything else needs to go to the side. They're not saying to their manager or their producer, oh, and can you keep those on the back burner for in case if I get bored? Like, no, they're not. Or in case I need to do the acting thing, they're absolutely not. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's unavoidable to not show up as an actor when you actually are one. So what I mean is like, if you are an actor 
and you're just existing in the world, you will notice things about people. You will notice the way someone talks. You will notice someone's attitude. You'll notice how they come off. You will notice like the sky looks different because you're paying attention with an artist's eye. Like you are an artist. You are a performer. You can't escape that. And just not doing the standard panic stuff doesn't take it away. And this is me talking to myself, just so we're clear. This is like really Sam circa months ago, perhaps. But I also want to drive home the point that this is not us telling people to, as we talk about like our whole mastermind and everything we're doing inside of TM and all of for our own lives. I'm not telling you to like not take class if you want to take class or if you're like learning acting or don't do self tapes because they don't know. But like, Figure out if it's actually something that is serving you or something someone else did that served them. Because the same stuff that we all did is not the same. We're all so damn different. And like certain things, certain practices do not work for all of us. And so is it actually helping you? Is it getting you closer to what you want? Is it helping you live the life you want to live? Or is it a box you feel like you have to check because someone else checked it? Or to Sam's point, if you love to do self-tapes and be able to tape them, great. Put that on your goals for every month. You want to tape however many, but allow that to be enough. Maybe you don't have to take a class every single month as well. Or if you know self-tape nay is your jam, you just love it. Okay, great. So the first quarter, you're going to be doing all kinds of self-tape stuff. The second quarter, you're going to be doing self-tape may. The third and fourth quarter, maybe you take a self-tape class. And the fourth one, maybe you just allow yourself to rest. Like that's the kind of breaking down of goals that we want to be able to help people with. Not just like, oh, I want to be an actor. Great. Well, you should tape auditions. You should take class. Like, let's actually get specific about it. And then let's talk about the other things, like Sam said, about like your health and your spirituality and the stuff you're going to do for fun and how you're going to take care of yourself outside of just those self-tapes because you're going to be a really sad person if all you're doing is taping self-tapes that aren't going to be watched or going anywhere or putting you into anything just to tape them because you need them to feel like an actor. Like, No, no, thank you. Just so you know, we work with Castability too and we Castability is included in your TM membership. Just saying. If you want feedback from casting directors for tapes you do at home, just saying. The looking at the year as a whole too is something you and I are both getting better at because we did. We invented TM from the work I was doing and I became friends with you and I was like, wait, I, wait, I, I love what the work she's doing and I want to work with her and I hope this isn't an, uh, 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 would you want to work with me? And you're like, uh, uh, I did, but I didn't want to ask. And which is cute because we both got shy for the first time ever. And watching that all happen last year and in a strike, we managed to build this team and you and I still come on here all the time and we give like life stuff to actors and we talk about what we're actually doing and it's so cool and we had a plan, but it's blown up because we met and talked about this year and what we want to give personally to actors via our own companies, our own social media, and what we want to give that we think we would need as actors and what we're giving to TM because TM gets basically everything we do first because why not? <laughs> and one of the big things that comes up a lot, especially this time of year, I know you guys are thinking about it, is your headshots. And we kept thinking like, what questions do we keep getting from actors? What can we help with? What can we do content on? And so we planned this full year essentially with like guest experts and this and that. And we have so much stuff coming, including acting work inside of TM. And we're going to do headshots first. You want to kind of sprinkle in the headshots? Tell me what we're doing. Oh, yeah. I love helping people do their headshots because what I find is a lot of times people are like, I need a dramatic headshot and a smiley headshot and that's it. And then they get the information about, you need to have character shots. So they show up in a scrubs and a stethoscope like, I'm a doctor. And it's like, 
first of all, people are telling you guys lies. That's not actually the truth. And second, instead of starting with what you need, why don't you start with what you are? Because what you are is what's going to be able to make you the most amount of money. We are gone. We are past the 2000s when it's just like, I'm mad. And this is me playing mad. People want to see people that are really good at being mad. And not everybody's really good at that. Not everybody's really good at being a boss, just like not everybody's really good at being able to be the supportive friend. So where do you fall and how do we make sure that your headshots match that? And yes, you will end up with a dramatic shot and a comedic shot and your commercial shot. They're all based off of who you are as an individual and as a person and what roles or what auditions you're already going to be getting or what have you already booked. So that that way, what Sam and I both did with our materials was create a complete package versus being like, oh, you can see me as this on my reel because I've got that footage. But here's a headshot of what I don't have footage of. But just in case if you want to see me as that. And then in my self tapes, I also this is like, no, we created a workshop that helps you actually take stuff that you've already been doing based off of that to figure out what type of headshots you want that also has footage within your reel and you're also already getting auditions for. So it all works collectively. So when you get that audition for the supportive best friend, it's like, oh, I know exactly what headshot they used for that. I know what I'm going to wear for it already because I wore it in my headshot and I can submit this little clip of me playing a best friend because I already have the material from that. And that is actually how you approach your career strategically versus just getting the comedic and the dramatic headshot of you smiling and not smiling. Yeah. I wish headshots were easy. I wish they were easy. I thought when I first started getting them 13 years ago, oh God, that I thought that it was like, well, you know, I'm pretty. So I show up and I just be pretty and I'll take pretty photos and I'll take some photos that maybe are a little less pretty and a little edgier and in my Charlotte Ruse dress and in your darker hair and my darker hair and my like trench coat leaning against a brick wall. And I was like, well, these are good pictures of my face. So that means it's a good picture. There's so much more involved in it. Like the clothes that you wear from your waist up affect the vibe of the headshot. The background behind you then affects the overall tone. The look behind your goddamn eyes is so important because there needs to be something going on. Because I've seen actor headshots where we, if we cut out like the Superman mask situation of it, like the Batman around it of the eyes, and you just changed one set from smiley to frowny, the eyes have not moved. And it's like, what is the thought, right? Like we don't watch one-sided characters anymore most of the time. We all know, listen, I've watched a lot of Christmas movies over the break. Loved them. Love simplicity. Love putting my brain on a shelf. But most of the stuff we want to do, the HBO of it all, the Hulu of it all, the FX, is layered. And we are watching people's a little look in the eye changes everything. And so if you come into the headshots just crossing your fingers and hoping a good photo will come up, you're going to get a good photo, but that doesn't mean you're going to get a headshot. It's a different vibe. And so I'm really excited because we reviewed your headshot work and my headshot work separately. We're both redoing and we're taking our own stuff from that we created. So this will be, we'll do a whole podcast about this next month, but we're taking our own advice for each other and putting it into work and then coming back with our own headshots and evaluating each other's before we teach the class. And I can't wait. I think it's going to be awesome. And it's just like one of a thousand things we want to do this year, but they all connect. Like everything makes sense. We're not doing things just like we were talking about for our acting careers. Like I'm going to call a spade a spade. We're not doing a bunch of random shit to make money. Let's be quite fucking frank. Like that's what a lot of businesses do. And because we are a functioning business, it would be very easy to just do stuff and make money. But that's not what we do well. What we do well is helping people and being what we wish we had when we were actors. And 
in that we feel like we have a great responsibility to serve people really good information. And I really think that's what we're doing. It's not random. It all makes sense. Even if you can't tell from the outside, like this, these things are all connected. And it's, I mean, I'm so excited about, I mean, even from this podcast to everything that's coming down the pipe, I'm really excited about what we're doing this year. Yeah. It's exciting. It feels like it's an all-encompassing thing. And our members that have been in there since day dot, I appreciate them so much because they were riding with us when we were just it wasn't to make money. It was to keep a community, to be honest, because we both didn't get into TM to make money because we know what it's like to start a business because we both have. So we know how long it takes to make money from it. But we did know that we wanted the community that the two of us provide for each other to be offered to other actors. And because it's been so lovely and grown so much, we have the ability to be like, OK, so how do we not only level up our career, but level up TM's career? And so for the headshot workshop, that's how it started was like both of us needed to get new shots. OK, so what do we want to get? Well, let's use our actual stuff. Oh, my gosh, this is going great. How do we bring this to TM and create a workshop? Because we all know how frustrating it is when somebody's like, let's just get new headshots and see if that helps. And you're like, great, but how? What do I need to do? And I got it. I need to have a look behind my eyes. But how? I thought I had a look before and now I'm hearing that I don't. It's like, that's what we're here for is we've done it. You will see our work. We've created a whole entire way to be able to find those looks. And let's share them with you instead of pretending like this is a world where only one actor succeeds. That's a perfect place to end us. Great. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so glad you did this. I'm really excited about this space that we recorded in. If you guys like it, comment on the posts for this on my Instagram, please. I would love to know what you guys think. I would love to know how the sound goes. I would love to hear everything about the podcast. And also, if you haven't subscribed or dropped a rate and review, that is a free way you can help the podcast. It really, really is helpful. Gabrielle's the best at dropping reviews. She is so good about reviewing everything she buys on Amazon. I'm trying to be more like her this year. So be like Gabrielle rate and review this podcast. Please, thank you. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. Bye.